Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Good morning. Yeah! Back to more of the morning shift. With Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 929 The Game. It's the morning shift. Rob Triple in for uh, Tiffany's out in Las Vegas living it up. Got Squid, we got Mike, we got Dylon, Day Squared, all the gang. And I think Rusty Manziel's got something cooking, breaking news wise. I guess we'll find out on. Uh, the steakhouse, he's in with us. Steak it's every day for us. They got Bo Jackson today. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, 92.9 is lucky to have, Steak is lucky to have a guy like Rusty Menzel on National Signing Day. Massively, massively connected. That, that is the, uh, he's the guy. He's the National Signing Day guy in the Southeast. I miss playing uh, Bo Jackson in, uh, in college by like a year. Good for you. Yeah, because we, uh, we went down and played <laughs> Auburn. Oh, I would have loved that, man. I would have yeah. been awesome. Yeah. Got to put, well played against Frank Thomas though. Did Nothing you? scarier than a man that big swinging an aluminum bat. How'd you do against him? I, I didn't face him that day. Oh. I didn't get to face him. I did not get yeah. to pitch that day. I was actually warming up in the bullpen. I did not get in the game. We lost nine to three to Auburn that day. But that was that was really cool though. A little West Georgia, Michigan State came down and played. We played at Georgia Tech. You know, is uh that, that was that was really kind of cool and surreal. And uh, well, there you go. Four zero four seven two six zero zero nine two nine. Well, you know, I, I spoke my piece. Now I was going to well, move on to the wake-up well, I was, call. I was, I was wanting to, the whole story to get out. For one, I didn't want to get yelled at. But two, I, I was interested in the story. It was it was cool. And then you just said, and there you go. And then you just, well, that's all I was saying. I, I, didn't get to, I, I didn't get to face. But I will tell you that day, I'll never forget this. Uh, Frank was facing a good buddy of mine, clearly. He's a teammate. Frank Thomas hit like a two iron off the top of the fence in center field. It was no higher than stinger. nine feet off the ground. Hit a little stinger. Yeah, yeah. Just about nine feet off. Just like, good Lord. First time I ever went to a spring training game, I saw Scott Rowland hit one like that off Roger Clemens. And it was the most awe-inspiring thing I've ever seen. Like, man. Roger Clemens winds up, throws it, and I mean that ball almost took the third baseman's hat off and hit Oof. the hit the you know the three fifty sign or whatever it was out there. Isn't that crazy? A ball hit that and that was a wooden bat too. Yeah. Well, I brought up West Georgia since we uh, played at, uh, got to play at Auburn and uh, played against Michigan State and played at Georgia Tech. We have Matt in Carrollton, where West Georgia go. is. Hello, Matt. Go. Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. 
Thanks, yeah, so I am a uh, fellow uh, squid billion here, of course. That's right. Uh, Pawton County, class of 2001. God, it's spreading like chlamydia. <laughs> uh, but anyway, hey, this uh, <laughs> this wake-up call is for Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. How the hell do we pronounce Yorgos's last name? Is it Yakimakis or Yakimakis? Yeah. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> hey, you know what? That guy graduated with me. If he's 2001, I yeah. uh, didn't recognize his name, but... I was I was class of Paulding County 2001. So what a Matt's so, in 2001. So I love the fact that we have uh, you know, my, my my people calling. We appreciate the call, Matt. <sighs> he didn't even he didn't say Squid Nation. It's, though. he just said he's a fellow Squid Billion. No, he's 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 a member of the nation. Yeah, maybe it's, so. He didn't denounce it. He's a part of it. It's boom Yakamakis. Yeah, I think it's Yakamakis. Uh, I say what Mike says, Yakamakis. Well, I think he's just saying it as it rolls off the tongue for him in that moment. But Yakamakis, I think would. I think that's how he would say it so if he's you're, just saying his name. All right, I want you to walk in Conti's office when he gets here and tell him he's wrong. No, I'm, I'm going to ask him. No, you just said he was wrong. You said you think it's Yakamakis. 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 Well, we'll figure it out. It's uh, it's almost that time of year. All right, let's what. figure out what Drew has to say up in Marietta. <laughs> good morning, Drew. Hey, good morning, guys. My wake-up call is going to be for the Los Angeles Angels. All right. Um, and there's quite a bit. I got some numbers for you here. So they signed Anthony Rendon. And since then, uh, he has not played more than 60 games. And in the last two years combined, he's had 0.1 wins above replacement. So basically, you're paying $35 million to somebody who's not better than the guy behind him. <laughs> or at least can't stay healthier. Yeah, that was and not then, easy. Then on top, yeah, go ahead. And then on top of that, you've got Mike Trout, who hasn't played a full season of baseball in probably five years now. In fact, I think the, num- the highest number of games he's played in the last five years is 119. And they're paying him $35 million, 34 pence and change, I think. Uh, so just a little bit less than uh, Rendon. But he's signed for 12 years now. I mean, what do you do? Do you just dump those guys and hope that somebody can give you something to towards the future? I mean, yeah. you're stuck. I, I don't know. What to do you're here. stuck paying them yeah. because it's a guaranteed contract. Guaranteed contract, basically. And no, nobody's really going to – you're going to have to pay – Somebody might take on one of those guys at a reduced cost. If Rendon, if Rendon is healthy, somebody takes – He's a good player when he's healthy. Oh, he's but a he's, great player, but, but he just hasn't been healthy. Literally, the point of the call is these guys are never healthy. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you don't – this is why every time we get – for as much as it pains me to say this, whenever we get mad at our team for not not paying Dansby Swanson at, what, 30 years old, not paying Freddie Freeman at, what, 31 or whatever it is, these long-term deals, it's a smart business move because the odd the, – they might be the exception to the rule, but the rule is they break down and they don't stay healthy for a full 162 anymore or production goes down and you're paying this guy the, the, the 12-year contract and you're at the, the end of the contract, you're paying just a, a, this massive amount of money to a guy that's not even playing for you. So when the Cubs signed you, Darvish, and let Jake Arrieta walk out, I was like, this is ridiculous, dude. I, I just love the fact we had a guy with an ax to grind towards the Angels – yeah. Does somebody have somebody pissed <laughs> off at the Phoenix Coyotes? Maybe James in College Park is pissed off at the Phoenix Coyotes. Good morning, James. Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? What's up, um, buddy? What's good? Real quick, I got just two wake up calls. One, whoever do the MLB cover arts, only I don't know why Acuna or maybe anybody else, somebody could have got the cover. They gave the Vlad because of his name, obviously. And the second one is. Trey Young should have been a starter. It's all everybody know that he shouldn't have been in on the injury replacement. 
Hashtag Squid Billy Nation. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Boy, the nation is ruling the week. I joined the nation. You repented your sins. That's uh, right. And I, and I told you that was my advice to you. Man. It's been two months since you went on that Desmond Ritter diatribe. And I you told to you we broke up. We broke up in December. That. What, you and James? No, no me and Desmond. Oh, Desmond. I'm going to thank Squid Billy 10. <laughs> Rob, we had a guy two months ago that tweeted us and was like, I wish my wife had my back in the way that Squid has Desmond Ritter's. <laughs> <laughs> that was like three months ago. That was like the first week of December. Wow, this is. Three months ago, he's probably benched. Well, it's back. maddening when you see a guy that does show flashes. Yeah, so. I, I know being highly way. competent and good, and then it. I mean, uh, so you're going to root for him because he's quarterback for you. It's my quarterback. Thank you, Rob. That's the same way. Rob just had my back. Let's go to Squid Billy and uh, down in Dallas, over Jesus. in Dallas. Good morning. Morning, fellas. Morning, Elder Squid. Sir. First of all, Mike, a Squid Billion is a member of Squid Nation. I don't know. I like don't know that's a fact. Canadian, you got him. That's what that means. You know, you don't have to <laughs> declare your membership of the nation if you say you're squid billion i just thought you know you needed somebody to slow that down for you so just wanted to offer <laughs> you're that the up. perfect guy to spell that out for me what was that i said you're the perfect guy to spell that out for me thank you well you know i thought you needed it so uh, my, my question though and this is something that i've never really understood so if we've got jimmy lake calling defensive plays zach robinson calling offensive plays what exactly is Coach Rod doing during the game? Like, what is his role in game time if he's not the guy calling plays? Is he talking to the coordinator, saying be more aggressive, be more conservative? Like, what does that look like exactly in game time for the head coach? It's specifically what you just said. It's situational awareness, which I think is is a huge thing. I, I'm not. I don't hate when head coaches are play callers. I don't. I don't hate it. Like some of the some other people had a massive issue with Arthur Smith doing that, or Sean Payton, or whoever it is. I don't have a problem with it, but it does allow you more awareness of what's going on, where you can get into the, uh, let's just say, the second half of a Super Bowl and say, hey, uh, we need to do this here, need to do that there. I know how, how many seconds I need for a field goal unit to run on the field. I, I know you know when to call the timeout. Do I do it before or after the drive start or the two-minute warning or whatever it is? There's situational awareness that comes along with that. So I think it's a good thing. Was Raheem calling defense when he was head coach at uh, Tampa Bay? I don't remember. Uh, you I don't know, either. I imagine he might have maybe the first year because, remember, he was the D.C., newly anointed D.C., yep. and then yep. he slid over. But he had that, he had never called defense when when in the NFL when yep. he had gotten that job. Uh, he had at Kansas State. The other thing, too, is, you know, like let's say your offense, if you're the defensive coordinator, your defense comes off the field, your offense comes off the field, and, you know, maybe there's a fake punt by the other team or something. Or you see a look or something that you recognize – you know, that you need to call a timeout. Just those little things that you can do immediately, and there's no hesitation. I'm not saying that cost the Falcons a game with Arthur Smith, but I think it's important. Yeah, I really do. There's split-second decisions to be made, man. The more you can step back and take a, take a grander look at the entire situation, the better off you might be. Well, you want to hear from Matt Ryan? Well, you get to next. He has some uh, comments on the hiring of Raheem Morris. And also, yesterday was a national signing day. doesn't quack – Packed quite the biggest punch that it once did due to the early signing period and the changing landscape of college football. What about Alabama's recruiting class? A lot of guys signed before Nick Saban retired. How'd that affect them ultimately? We'll get into all that more next on the Morning Shift Sports Radio 1990. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mornings on the game means more of the morning shift. Nice. (laughs) On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Want to go see Usher, do you? Well, if you call now, 404-726-0929, you'll win a pair of tickets to Usher's past, present, future North American concert tour. That's uh, October 17, 2024 at State Farm Arena. And uh, pre-sale tickets, by the way, available starting February 7th through uh, Sunday the 11th and uh, on sale Monday, February 12th through general public at livenation.com. But right now... Let's be the uh, seventh caller, 404-726-0929. You get to see, go see us here by next October so you can take your uh, girlfriend. No, you're probably going to break up with your uh, partner yeah, by then. You'll was, take somebody else. I was going to say, if, if you got it bad and the DJ's got you uh, falling in love and, uh, you know, maybe you and your boo can head to the Usher kind of, I'll stop. I'll show I see what you out. did there. No, yeah. I, I like what you did like there, Mike. That okay, was good. Thank you. That was All good. Right, I feel a little bit better about it. Thank you. I co-sign. Be the light you want to be. You know, Be the change you want to see only- in the world, Rob. The problem with Dylan when he co-signs, I feel like he's too nice. Because like, you think he's just being a hype man. Well, no, I, I, it's not that. Like I've, I've got, I do, get, I've gotten to know Dylan a lot over the last what Dylan four years. Yeah, four years. He's been here four years. Yeah, and he, he'll tell you when you're unhip. Like he really will. Like I've, I've heard that. You know, when you messed up the the MJs, the shoes. Uh, whatever you and when you them. call Mercedes Benz Stadium a dome, but yeah. that's a different dome. combo. But the, the AJs call them the AJs Air Jordan. Please yeah. don't. But but <laughs> but I feel like he's just genuinely such a nice person that I've told him a long time ago. I said uh, when before we were doing the show, I said Dylan, you're a great producer. You're you're coming along. You got everything. I said, but one day I'm gonna need you to be that that a hole. I need that to come out <laughs> in you, and because you're gonna because you, sometimes you have to have that to to. To deal with stuff as a producer, it's hard. He's like, "Oh yeah, I can, I can." No, you can't. You still that. ain't. Yeah, that that yeah. that, that, go that, that came the out. One. That, that that might be my uh, fatal flaw right yeah, there. there. I just, I, but I can't. Hey, gentle correction, my friend. I just, hey, you attract more uh, 
Bees with honey, I my friend. I just don't think it's who he is. Some of us have that in us. He's just not that guy. It's not a bad thing. It's more not. Than one way to, more than one way to do it, I guess. My edges have softened big time. I, I used to be able to really la- lash into people. I don't do it anymore. You know why? Because you get to an age where you just don't care anymore. You, you know what's – well – You just uh, just like – you just don't sweat the little things. Little things don't bother me anymore. My dad says that all the time, man. I my still, dad says it all the time. Has he gotten to that point, He's too? He's like, dude, I just don't care. Yeah. I still sweat the little things, but what used to what used to just throw me into another world as far as emotion wise, like being a, was if something went wrong. Like I got when I had the blowout the other day. I, I'm on my way to go somewhere to get my truck. Oh, the fixed. tire. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And I had my a blowout t- last week too. But yeah. It wasn't oh, yeah, I had one of those. So, but but uh, but when my tire when my tire blew out, normally back I would have been, you know, just throwing a little fit. Sure. And I just said it's like. I guess I'll use this time while I'm waiting because I didn't have a jack that would get my, my truck off the ground because right, I was right. 22. So I guess while I'm waiting on this nice guy from AAA, I'll just call um, my boy Reagan at Dallas Tire and order me some new tires, <laughs> and I'll just I'll and, and I and I, right. I handled it, and and then it just but but dude used to golly I would just go off the deep end. Well, it's because you just get a steady diet of adversity, and after a while, it's like, well, it didn't kill me. I'm okay. I'm all right. My, yeah, my let's emotions do a little wellness are, check. You're good. My emotions are a cliff, man. I, I'm like I'm right here. I'm even keel. I'm even keel. But when I hit that point and I fall off a cliff, I am just completely Mango. absurdly, Mango. absurdly <laughs> mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it doesn't happen often. I'm steady, Eddie, Eddie. Yeah. And then when I get to the edge of that cliff, I am just, I'm loud and I'm irritated for a while. Well, your goal as a man, I think, is to be a stoic. You know, you, you know, there's nothing worse than a man that cannot control his emotions. You see that with young, young dudes. I was like that too. Most of us were younger when you can't control your emotions, man. It's just, uh, that's yeah. not a, that's not a very good masculine sign. So I you agree. have to learn how to do that. I agree. Be an old soul. Right. All right. Today is national. I thought it was yesterday for some reason, but today is national uh, signing day. And, um, what is the state of Alabama, my friend? You, you had all those guys that uh, were going to go to Alabama, and now uh, Nick Saban retires. You get DeBoer in there. What, what's it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know, and, and here's why. You, you had a signing class early signing period, which was, what, December, December 20th, I guess, was yeah. right around there. So you had that signing class, really good one. You're expecting another five-star wide receiver. Ryan Williams signed today, maybe another uh, four-star prospect as well. But then you have a couple of those guys that were in that December 20th class. That will be counted as Alabama signees. Julian Sayan being one of them, the four-star or the five-star quarterback that now is at Ohio State. He will be counted as part of Alabama's signing class, but he has already transferred. So you go into like these recruiting rankings, and you're like, "Oh, how did Alabama do?" Well, you're going to count Julian Sayan in any ranking, so it's hard to really kind of kind of see how it's all working out. Now, I, I, I'll say this: Kalen DeBoer has he's hit a couple of home runs, keeping Ryan Williams in the in the fold. Uh, the five-star wide receiver who was one of the highest remaining prospects out there. He's done a good job. And I know that Rusty will catch everybody up on the steakhouse coming up in a little bit, but I know Georgia's got a couple of guys in the crosshairs as well that have decisions to make. So I don't I don't know what the end game is. It's become a bidding war. And, um, you know, the teams like the Ohio States that are spreading around $15, $20 million, these guys will, will continue to, to, to win uh, until something changes. So we'll see how it all pans out. I hope they figure out a way to legislate it because it's uh, it's so chaotic now. It it's it's not sustainable. I mean, it's this, not. It, it, sports going to be destroyed. Don't, don't make me go off on a tangent. But Greg Byrne, who's the AD at Alabama, who's obviously been in the headlines recently, he has been trying for years since he took that job to get Alabama a new coliseum, to get them a new arena, basketball arena. Right. Who do you get that money from? You get it from boosters. What are the boosters paying him now for? It ain't you a know, new I, basketball yeah, arena. Right. It ain't worried about that. It's like oh, I've been. 
I've been trying for years to get this new basketball arena. Oh, by the way, need a million dollars for uh, this kid. Uh, nope. No well, thanks. Well, the law of unintended consequences are alive and well, my friend. Anytime sure you is. have some big movement like that, there's always going to be something that you didn't expect to happen that could uh, just gum up the works. All right. Now, here's a Matt Ryan sighting, so to speak. And uh, he had a comment on uh, the Falcons hiring Raheem Morris. Well, listen, I've seen him in all kinds of different capacities. When he came to Atlanta, he started on the defensive side of the ball with the secondary. We had some issues on the offensive side of the ball. He comes over and coaches the wide receiver group. He then gets asked midseason to go back and call the plays on the defensive side of the ball and then is an interim head coach uh, in his last season with us. So I spent six years around Raheem and have seen him in all of those different lights and then also competed against him early in my career when he was in Tampa as a head coach. And, and I think he's a guy that, number one, connects with his players and guys are going to love playing for him he's got the ability to to kind of make make it known that he cares about his guys but at the same time can hold them accountable and really that's the key right showing love and then being able to push them I think he'll do that really well the thing I'm most excited about for Raheem Morris though is the staff he's starting to put together oh yeah and that's what you know I think often gets overlooked right is let's hire this head coach and he's going to be great and do this well who's going to work with him and who's actually going to call the plays on both sides of the ball I think he's putting together a nice staff it's a mix of kind of experience and, and youth and, and, and energy. Matt Ryan still, is he, is he staying in Atlanta? Is he still living there? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he still has a place here. I, he's probably, well, yeah, has numerous I, residences, I'm pretty sure. He's got a place in St. Simons, I'm almost positive. And, uh, it's the I, island, yeah. I saw. It's a real estate. I know it was one point in time there's a, there's a shop that uh, I go to that, uh, well, Buckhead Butcher Shop, that I saw his, I saw his, uh, his, his wife there one day recently not too far recently so i'm assuming so i mean they made a home here it's of course i'm sure matt has about seven different houses right as much money i don't know if he does it or not but i mean he could i'll tell you that i mean i, I would live, live wherever he wants to i'd have a house like on like i had one in pacific ocean originally uh, i'd have one in atlantic ocean maybe the indian ocean i don't know let's get crazy <laughs> what did he used to give the o-lineman what do you mean? What, like as a Christmas gift? Yeah, or just custom uh, custom boots one year that were really cool. Like cowboy boots. Um, you know, one of the first gifts he gave me was a um, uh, and he, he got all this. This was back when Friendship drones bracelet? drones were just becoming a thing. Drones and mm-hmm. they were expensive. Nice now you can get a drone for like fifty bucks. Right. The first like good drones though, like a thousand dollars a piece. You know, twelve hundred dollars. And he went and bought the entire line room drones one year. That was really cool. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. He's always always very friendly with it though. Michael Turner uh, ended up getting a couple good gifts too, so always very friendly with it. But it is interesting. It, he connects with people, right? And much in the way he said about Raheem, right there, he's just it, he connects with guys. And so that's uh, we we just talked about Steady Eddie and how you you want to stay poised and yep. and not lose your cool. That's that's Matt Ryan. It seems to be Raheem Morris as well. So I, I love that Matt loves the hire, and uh, you can only theorize based on Terry Fontenot's words during the press conference. It was kind of overlooked, and it was kind of. You know, he he just said it really quickly, but Terry said he spoke to some former players and current players about the situation. I have to believe that that was front and center. Matt Ryan was one of those guys that Terry yeah. gave a call to. Right? I wonder why there are no follow ups on that. No follow up questions. Yeah, why well, no one followed up with that? With that, I thought about asking it, but I thought you're not going to get a good answer in this setting. He's not going to go in depth. Okay, you know? real quick. Who would the players on the current roster you think he would have talked to? Because I know one off the top of my head. You're going to talk to Grady. Yeah. Talk to Grady, yeah. I don't know. I think Jesse would be that guy, but Jesse, I don't know that Jesse knows him. Jake. So I don't know that that would have been. 
Yeah. Could've Jake, Jake was around him. Could've been Jake. He's passing in coordinators. I don't know that Jake worked with him directly. I, I talked to Ryan Schrader about it last week. He liked him, but he didn't work with him directly. Um, yeah, but DeMarco. he was the interim coach for a few a few, a few games, right. so you could, right. you know what it means from the head coaching part, uh, right? I don't know that I don't know that Schrader would have been here for the interim. No, but, but Jake was, and maybe Lindstrom yeah. and McGarry were. Yeah, maybe. I I would have to assume that uh, they were a couple of those guys. I I, I uh, talked to Ricardo Allen as well last week, and uh, he's you know rooting for him big time. Got a chance to work with him, so those would have been those have been the guys, the former guys uh, that I've talked to, anyways. I know that. Yeah, I would say Grady would be front and center, the guy you would call. So we'll see. All right, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today. You want an appetizer for the steakhouse? Steak tips coming up next. The man himself going to join us right here in studio. Morning Shift Sports Radio, 1990 game. Don't touch that dial. This is the Morning Shift. All of them are really, really hot on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. The godfather of Atlanta Sports Radio has now stepped in the building. I ain't come to me to say, give me justice, but you don't ask for respect. You don't offer friendship. You don't even think to call me godfather. It's Wednesday on the morning shift. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. And Wednesdays are reserved for steak tips. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Yeah, we have the uh, second best dressed member of the media from the uh, Raheem Morris introductory uh, press card. Behind Mark Zeno, apparently, right? I enjoyed hearing you the other. You were the best dressed, and also Raheem Morris just slightly reprimanded you for um, interrupting him. But the dramatic pause, I though, told- and there's such an impulse when you do radio not to have any dead air. Steak, I told Rob earlier, I was back there doing the old NBA, the NBA you know, mid-court thing, referee right, right. doing the cast. And I, I got to at least four arm slings. I, listen, I love the, uh, the the dramatic pause, even in radio, right? If you, if you, you know, the, the great artists of the craft, right, they know when to bring the voice up. And, and the reason I asked Raheem the question was I wanted him to talk about, you know, the, the uh, a parade down Peachtree after the uh, carnage of Houston would be the ultimate uh, moment in the history of Atlanta sports, which it would be and will be, right? Because, uh, as I said yesterday, until you get over that moment, that is the defining moment in our city. I hate to say it. That is how we're looked at. So that's why I asked the question. And then he paused, and I was like, I had one more question to get. And then in front of everybody, <laughs> I always had to hold up that trophy. There is part of me. Do you, would, th- yeah, do you think you have you a – Let me finish. Oh, sorry. You're going to ask a question. I wasn't even going to let you finish. I wasn't even going to let you finish. Yeah, I thought he cut the clip. In your defense, if you don't – if you're not quick with that follow-up, that mic will be out of your hand very quickly. For they'll sure. take it, and they'll go to the next person. Yeah, I was fine. We we uh, he, listen. He's an engaging guy, and he was getting ready to big give the big statement we all want to hear, which is you know, um, at, at first he said it was one of the toughest losses. I said, brother, if that wasn't the toughest loss of your career, you must have lost something yeah. in Pee Wee football when you were like, I don't know, you must have fumbled on the goal line. Still PTSD. In a championship. Yeah, he, he corrected is, himself. He did correct. Yeah, yeah he's the yeah. worst. The worst. The worst loss. How are you guys doing today? I didn't even get my intro. I mean, is it like yeah, yeah, they played it on the no, way. No, they, they played it. Oh, I didn't we hear just it. came sorry. right back with it. Played it I'm on sorry. the way in. We're are, doing good. You and, you you and Mike are talking about hamburgers, which is about yeah. all that you want to talk about these days is a good burger. Well, I was fascinated. I, I cornered uh, Squid in his office yesterday. I said, "Dude, you got to talk to him about this cleanse. Like, how hungry are you by day three? Didn't you do that like last year? I did it to, for the airport photo. You know, the, uh, if you go up the airport and you see me on the uh, on the billboard, <laughs> yeah. because I was about 10 pounds heavier than I wanted to be. And 
I said, I'm going to be looking at that damn thing, and every girl I ever dated that comes to Atlanta may come up that escalator. <laughs> Look how puffy. Right? Look how puffy Look his how face puffy, is. Right? Look, boy, dodge the bullet with that guy. Steak, like a blowfish. Steak. I was like, so yes, so for four days, I, Monday lunch to Thursday dinner, I, did, I started doing like a Arden's Garden, and then I was like, just the juice cleanse, just, yeah. just I've fast. Done that. Yeah, the two day juice cleanse. Because the stuff I was drinking was so awful. Yeah, it's, the, the it's green like green juice or whatever. I know exactly what so you're doing. So I lost, about. listen, I'm a big fella. Yeah. I lost 10 pounds in four days. So mm. my wife's like, men, you guys are ridiculous. You just don't eat. And it all just drops like crazy. How right? long is the fast you do, anyways? You do a just fa- twenty four hours. Yom okay. Kippur. Yeah, it's, it's 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 like you know the Jews aren't really torturing themselves. You're like you can have dinner at seven o'clock and you eat at four thirty or five the next day. It's like it's not that big a deal. <laughs> but but those three days, I'll tell you, I was fascinated here. All right, uh, you want to know what's on steak tips? This Let's morning? do it. All right, uh, I was looking at the Clippers game the other night, and I was saying, now they're not all starters, but that combination. Of Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and James Harden. And they all want one thing. They want a title. I mean, they're passing the ball. They're playing unselfish. They're late in their careers. An old GM once told me, first thing you get in the league, you want to prove that you can play. Second thing is you want to get paid. Third thing is you want to start making, you know, all-star games. And, you know, you think about, you know, how's my perception. And the final piece is you realize, I want a ring. All those guys, that's where their careers are at. So I was thinking about the greatest starting lineups in NBA history. Did anything jump out at you? Anything in <laughs> well, your head? I know we, something jumped out at Bo. We had a phone, He's already been on a tangent today. So we had a phone conversation yesterday with Dylan. It's our, our show call, right? But we do one in the afternoon to talk about what we're going to talk about. And Dylan t- told us that you wanted to talk about this. And Dylan goes, yeah. I don't, I, Mike goes, I've been to research it. And Dylan goes, oh, no, he's probably going to have, like, those LeBron Heat teams and, you know, Shaq and Kobe and the Lakers. <laughs> and uh, don't forget those 2008 Celtics. And then I said, you're right, Dylan, because they didn't play basketball before the year 2000. Like, holy smokes, you don't think State's going to come in here with those 80, like the 85, 86 Celtics or maybe the, the Showtime Lakers or right. something? Well, those are my Or the 96 Bulls? The, the- Impressive by Bo, because yeah. all, yeah. all three of those are in the roster. I say this with a lot of pain in my heart. But I think the Lakers team of Magic, Worthy, A.C. Green, Byron Scott, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar may be the best five, right? Or D.J. Ainge, Mikhail Parrish, uh, and Bird, which is the same era, the mid-'80s, right? Yeah. But think, but think about coming on the court. There's Magic Johnson. There's James Worthy. There's Kareem. And then Byron Scott and A.C. Green, right? No one had a problem with those super teams. Now, it was a different league back then. But they were drafted or put together in a different way, right? Yeah, but I think Walt didn't Walton join one of those teams as a free agent at one point later in his career. He was on the 86 team. Don't you think the 86 Celtics team was probably the best of that that era? Yes, 41-1 and at home. Unbelievable uh, roster. They did not play the Lakers in the finals because Ralph Sampson – hit this ridiculous shot on the Rockets, him and Hakeem. So you never got the best Celtics team ever against the Lakers of the 80s, so you kind of were uh, deprived of that. Listen, the Warriors team of uh, Draymond, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Kevin Durant, the only uh, issue, you know who their center was? Yeah, I do. I actually looked at Zaza. 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 Zaza Pachulia. Right. That takes them out of the mix, right? Yeah, as, yeah absolutely. As That's a weakness. Fifth. Yeah, you know the number one uh, Hawks Starting five of all time, I think you remember it. Best run we've ever made. Not to say we went to the Eastern Finals a few years ago, but the best Hawks team starters 
was uh, what year was it? Nineteen? That uh, two thousand fourteen? Yeah, the thirteen. It was a fourteen fifteen team with Jeff uh, Teague, Damari Carroll, Kyle Korver, Paul Millsap, Al Horford. That's a team with a twenty one game winning streak. Yeah. Uh, when that when those guys were right, the eighty six eighty seven uh, Hawks also. That was Doc Rivers, Randy Whitman, Dominique, Kevin Willis, and Tree Rollins. Oh. Probably in that mix as well. They were just a great five at the wrong time. At the right? wrong time, because you remember a famous duel between Bird and Dominique. That was there that in Boston team. Garden. That game seven on that Sunday, I remember it well. Yeah, broke they, my heart. Problem was, they had a game six at the Omni to eliminate the Celtics, and they didn't get it done. They did so not you had get to go it back done to Boston, and you just kind of knew going in, oh, they're not going to do it. How do you think that '96 Bulls team would have would have fared? So they, I don't like Luke Longley at center, but otherwise, Rodman led the league in rebounding. Jordan and Pippen averaging over 20 a game. Ron Harper was a great veteran player on that team as well. So you could argue that that's right up there. Uh, but I like the Celtics-Lakers teams from the mid-'80s just because how, you know, the, there was not one drop-off. Luke Long to me maybe the drop-off in that. Those other teams, yeah. A.C. Green, probably the worst five on that team. And the other side, maybe Danny Ainge. So, and that era means so much to me. That's when I really fell in love with the NBA, of course, when Nick came to Atlanta and the Celtics-Lakers rivalry. I'll tell you, young people today, though, my, my son's a great example. The league is healthy as can be when it comes to uh, star power, man. I was there with my son the other night. He knows everybody on the Clippers, knows everybody on the Hawks. You start talking about SGA in Oklahoma City. You start talking about Anthony Edwards, the star power of the league. Listen, I, I grew up on a, on a star team in a, in, a, in a super team that you guys haven't even mentioned yet, and I'm curious how it kind of stacks up. The Spurs from 15, 20 years ago with Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, right. those kind of guys, Tim it doesn't Duncan. stack up historically, but, dude, they were so... When you added Good. Ginobili to that mix as well, right? Yeah. Even the Orlando team with Penny, Shaq, Shaq yeah. Dennis Scott, the Heat team with Chris Bosh, LeBron, uh, especially when they added Ray Allen. But the Spurs team always gets undersold. How about you talk about best all time? Tim Duncan's name barely comes up as the best power forward. Yeah. Right? Isn't that crazy? 15 straight years, all pro, all the things. I mean, he went uh, Duncan five. He, he won five, five total. Five. Won five total. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. He won five, and everybody talks about LeBron with four, right? LeBron's got his yeah. four. To yeah. Win. That year, yeah, he's got four because he won with the Lakers, won with the uh, Cavs. Too yeah, and then that stupid that in the bubble. Has there ever been anything worse in sports than the NBA bubble? The bubble. Or the, or the baseball uh, bubble when we played uh, those playoff games in empty stadiums. The, the way that first <laughs> team you're talking about dismantled that Heat team and six. Remember that 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 six. I think it was a six, a five or six game series. But the year after it went seven, and Ray Allen hits the shot the next year. Oh, I didn't know the next year they just smoked they, them. Yeah, I mean they just dismantled them. Remember, if they don't get that offensive board, the Heat and get it to Ray Allen, that's an enormous bust of epic proportion. One by, title by by, uh, by Miami, right? So, anyways, a lot of stuff coming up. Rusty Manziel. Listen. He, hold on. He's staring out the window here aimlessly. Like, <laughs> well, we got longingly, Bo, actually. We got Bo Jackson coming up. Uh, we got Jason Lockin for talking NFL. It's National Signing Day. Rusty Manziel is here. He's not like, you know what this used to be? You ever see one of those cartoons where someone's like, hair's flying off, or like, you know, they're just like running in, uh, 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 in some crazy scenario? He's actually calm today, which tells you about the difference in college football. This is National yeah. Signing Day, right? And Rusty's sitting here. He's having his, like, Celsius. I've never seen him so chill. <laughs> What's happened? Got his phone on Do Not Disturb. What time's Bo coming on today? Did you go to the Georgia Hemp Company before this, Rusty? <laughs> 940, Bo Jackson.
I was telling these guys I missed playing against him in college by one year. Did get to play against uh, Frank Thomas, so that was that. Was I liked fun. hearing about your baseball career too. I didn't know much about it. So uh, mediocre left-handed pitcher. Nice. <laughs> hey, th- don't forget this. Uh, this episode or version of the steak tips is brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Get over to wsauce.com. Find a retailer near you. See you guys. All right, Michael Hake from Marietta wins the Usher tickets. And this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com and start packing. Steakhouse, top of the hour. This has been the Morning Shift, Sports Radio 1990 Game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.